the transfer of knowledge requires faith not blind faith but well thought out well rationalized reasoned faith in the proper place wherever you place your faith that is how your life will become after many many lifetimes the soul develops this faith that it is worthwhile to go into satsang shri krishna says from that faith arjun you will get true perfect peace why knowledge will destroy all the stress tension everything why it will change our perspective what is the indication that your perspective is higher the indication is param shanti you will feel perfect peace then no matter what happens your peace will not be destroyed Bhagavad Gita chapter 4 verse chanting is followed by translation and commentary by Swami Mukundananda Shraddhavan labhate gnanam tatparasayatendriyah gnanam labhtwa param shantim those whose faith is deep and who have practiced controlling their mind and senses attain divine knowledge through such transcendental knowledge they quickly attain everlasting supreme peace now having increased arjun's yearning for knowledge he gives one condition out there shraddhavan labhate gyanam arjun in order to get this knowledge you will have to have shraddha or faith the transfer of knowledge requires faith even in the world the teacher teaches when we were small the teacher made one shape and said this is x everybody say x everybody said x this is y everyone say y y now the teacher was teaching we were having the faith and we were receiving the knowledge supposing we said sir until you prove that this is x and not b i will not study the teacher will say how will i teach you if you do not have faith imparting knowledge is not possible so in the material side 
we are willing to surrender our intellect and we receive the knowledge in the spiritual side we don't surrender the intellect everybody thinks are spirituality is common sense i know as much as the other why should i surrender my intellect so when we are not willing to do that we will not receive the knowledge because shraddhavan labhate gyanam so this concept of faith comes in faith is a very big thing very big in the bible jesus christ says if you have faith the size of a mustard seed you can move mountains as the kathopanishad says if you have true faith you will attain god that's it astite vopalabdhasya tatvabhava prasidati kathopanishad says the definition of god we all know even an ordinary grass cutter in india will tell you bhagwan is ghat ghat vasi he is antaryami he is sarvavyapak he is sitting in the heart we all know but do we have faith that faith if it comes he says that same knowledge if you can have faith you will attain him there is nothing further to do so that faith develops slowly it is one of the biggest things in life wherever you place your faith that is how your life will become have you ever thought about it if you place your faith in the theory is taught to you for example the televisions and all they lead the children astray because they develop faith this is the way to happiness they lead them on a path of illusion or they fall into wrong association and the friends tell them that you know the real happiness is by taking narcotics and that boy develops faith in that philosophy and he is led astray so again the bible says we walk by faith and not by sight why is it that you people are here by your sanskars by the association of saints etc you developed this faith that i must go to satsang i will get something bhagyo dayen bahu janma samarjitena satsang mam chalabhate purusho yada vai after many many lifetimes the soul develops this faith that it is worthwhile to go into satsang so this faith wherever we place it that will determine the direction of our life and in the world millions of sources are trying to pull our faith all the advertisement you take this kind of soap lux soap it is the soap of film stars 
So it's trying to win your faith. You know, this is the soap of film star. And the other one says, life boy. Tandurusti ki raksha karta hai life boy. You take this, this is the source of health. It will kill all the germs in your body. So all over they are trying to pull your faith. What is the spiritual process? The spiritual process is don't trust your mind and intellect and your senses. Don't have faith in this. They are incomplete. They are material. They, you will get misled if you go by virtue of your senses, your mind, your intellect. If you have faith in this, then place your faith in a higher authority, in a perfect source. So what is worthy of our faith? Shankaracharya says, Guru Vedanta Vakyeshu Dridho Vishwasa Shraddha. He is defining what is the meaning of Shraddha. To have this firm decision in the knowledge of the scriptures and the instructions of the Guru. That these are coming from the transcendental platform. So they are free of the material defects. They are truly worthy of our faith. So when we place that element of faith there, everybody has to place their faith somewhere. Mostly we place it on our tiny intellect. But if we place our faith on God, but God is not there right now, so through the mediums of the Shastra and the Guru, then our path starts getting illuminated with divine knowledge. So that faith automatically opens up the pathway to knowledge. Our Vedic heritage is full of such stories of how the disciple developed that firm faith and automatically the knowledge of the scriptures got revealed in the heart. Shankaracharya's one disciple was Sir Nand. Sir Nand was illiterate. And when Guruji would teach Vedant, he would just sit in class and look at him. He is saying something important, so I must look. But he could not understand what's going on. One day, he was washing Guruji's clothes on the other side of the river. It was time for the class. All the disciples said, Please begin. Shankaracharya said, but Sonand is not here, let's wait for him. But Guruji, he is illiterate, he cannot even understand what you say. That is alright, but he listens with very great faith. So Shankaracharya, just to show the power of faith, he called him Sonand. 
Dasanand on the other side of the river heard his guru. He ran. He didn't realize there's the river in front. So he ran and he put his feet on the water. And Shankaracharya's life history says that under his feet, the lotus flowers kept on blooming. So he put his feet on them and he crossed over to the other side. So when he came, he offered his pranam and from his mouth, praises of the Guru in sophisticated Sanskrit started emanating to the astonishment of the other disciples. Later on, because the lotus flowers had bloomed under his feet, he became known as Padmapad, so one of the four main disciples of Shankaracharya was Sureshwaracharya, Trotakacharya, Hastamalak and Padmapad who were given the four different mats. So by virtue of that faith, he got the knowledge. So the Shvetashvata Upanishad says, Yasya Deve Para Bhakti Yatha Deve Tatha Gurau Tasyaite Kathitha Hyartha Prakashyante Mahatmana to that soul who has got staunch of faith in God and his Guru, all the meanings of the Shastras automatically get illumined in the heart. But this faith can also be very dangerous. See, if faith is placed in the wrong place. It can lead us to hell. If faith is placed in a wrong person and that person says, all right, now you do this, 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 it can lead us to hell. So that is why blind faith can be the most dangerous thing. So, if when we are placing our faith, we should be careful. Where are we placing our faith? That is why it is said, Pani piyo chanake and Guru banao janake. You first be careful before you accept somebody as Guru. Ensure this person is transcendental has the ability to take us to the transcendental platform, will not cheat us in any way, and then you place your faith. And on the Shastras, there is no problem. Everybody knows Bhagavad Gita means perfect knowledge. Vedas means perfect knowledge. By virtue of growing up in that Vedic culture, that faith comes naturally. So, without faith, if you think you will get knowledge, you are in for a disappointment. People come and say, you know, Swamiji, I've got these 20 questions, please give me the answers. Said, is that the way Sri Krishna said you will get knowledge? He says, Tad vidhi pranipatena pariprashnena sevaya. 
this knowledge is not you know if you cannot answer my question i'll keep believing what i think i believe if you have the challenging mood divine knowledge will elude you then you will say oh you know i asked that question and he could not give a suitable answer you could not understand the answer if one standard one student goes to albert einstein and he says you know you have presented this theory e is equal to mc square can you prove it to me now einstein looks at this one standard one grade one student he says do you know polar integration no i don't do you know calculus ordinary calculus no i don't do you know algebra i don't even know that. what do you know i know that two fingers plus two fingers is four fingers einstein says then i cannot teach you you cannot teach me that means your theory is wrong his theory is not wrong but he is not qualified to understand similarly this divine knowledge has a process of being imparted and one of the features of that process shri krishna is says is faith not blind faith but well thought out well rationalized reasoned faith in the proper place will lead us to knowledge and then he says from that faith arjun you will get true perfect peace why knowledge will destroy all the stress tension everything why it will change our perspective somebody was telling me yesterday swami ji you know i started this new endeavor the same time you started your lecture and i heard from you in action in action that while doing action you are still in the state of inaction and it has changed my perspective in other words knowledge gives us a different perspective and what is the indication that your perspective is higher the indication is param shantim you will feel perfect peace acharena adigachati he says not temporarily temporarily you can get peace even through chloroform that's what the doctor does right he gives chloroform and now that person is at peace for the next 6 hours but shri krishna says gyanam labdhva param shantim acharena adigachati this knowledge will give you permanent peace eternally in other words then no matter what happens your peace will not be destroyed bal gangadhar tilak now he was a karma yogi 
he has written a wonderful commentary on the Bhagavad Gita, very scholarly. And he was also fighting the freedom war as his duty. So he was asked that, you know, if India becomes free, then what will you do? Will you strive to be the Prime Minister? He said, no, I will get time to write my book on calculus. In other words, he's got no interest in that. He is doing his duty. So I was reading a very interesting incident that uh, he was put into the jail under some section because he was active in the freedom struggle. So when he was being brought to be arrested, he told his friend, just find out statutes under this section and what are my rights, etc. and come and tell me in the jail. And when that friend came to jail, he found that Tilak is sleeping fast, just snoring away. Now I imagine, look at his shanti, his peace. And nothing can disturb his peace. Why? He is situated in knowledge. I have to do my duty. The results are in the hands of God. I am doing my duty. doesn't matter. So, Sri Krishna says that knowledge will bestow such kind of perfect peace eternally. That will be true knowledge. 